wait is over. Over. Tell everyone you know, this is the key to your weekend. You're listening to Three Grams and a Mic podcast live from Australia. A new perspective on professional sports with your hosts, Cal, Axel, and Cotto. Click, listen, and enjoy. Welcome. This is Three Grams and Mike. I'm Graham Cotton. I'm here with Graham Kelly and Graham Foley. Boys. Good afternoon, gents. G'day, boys. God knows what could happen with if this pre podcast discussion continues. <laughs> this, this could be scary, people. Cotto is on fire already. We haven't even started. I've just started my second beer. I might be on fire. Yeah, you haven't taken Panadol this week, have you? <laughs> no. Straight into it. Right, I start with the cricket. We've got the T20 World Cup happening. Um, overseas and the A, what is it? Where is it? UAE. UAE. <laughs> he has been on the panel. say AE for a minute. I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, but the big game on Sunday morning, 1am our time, uh, Australia play England. They're both 2 and 0 so far. Top two teams for the pool go through. So, you know, lose it, might still make it, but it's a, a very important game. The winner is a long way to. So, Windy's would be your biggest worry, but yeah, to anyone probably. Yeah. Sri Lanka uh, did it pretty easy. I would have said the Windy's. There's no way they can make it because of their run rate. They got bowled out for 50 odd runs, didn't they? They did. Yeah. So, their, their but, run rate is deplorable. But even if the Aussies got beat by the West Indies, but yeah, they're yeah. still going to finish on top of the West Indies, I would have thought, unless they lose to Bangladesh. But then, then you have to, yeah, you go to Sri Lanka. Yeah, so if Sri Lanka won all the games going home, they might upset us. Yeah. But yeah, you're probably right. It should be these two teams that go through. It's interesting. I wonder whether you'd want to finish in Australia's pool, whether you'd actually prefer to finish second. Rather than play play Pakistan rather than potentially play India or New Zealand, which is the other game that Kel was talking about. That is, that's that's a um, semi-final come early, that game on Monday morning. So India lost to Pakistan in their first game um, pretty easily too. Pakistan didn't lose a wicket in getting their runs with a couple of overs to go. Um, India didn't play that well. Um, but Freedy for Pakistan took three for 31, four overs, so he did a bit of damage early on. So we've got a young Pakistani um, guy working for us and, and he's had a bigger smile on his face <laughs> than you see this week, not only knocking over India, but then knocking over New Zealand as well. Um, and they weren't, you know, they definitely weren't up there in the, in the we're, top we're, half a dozen teams. They might have been six or seven, but yeah. they weren't. You know, Baba, Baba Azam is, not Baba Azam, is number one ranked batsman in the world. Is he? Yeah. In well, it's, it's interesting you say that because we've got a young Indian guy. Uh, you know, he's married, just had a, a kid, but mad cricket fan. I took his shoelaces and his belt off him. What he was going to do. He was devastated. So that'd be, I mean, you would have got pretty good odds of India not making mm. If New Zealand could knock India off, India were the, they were the favourite with the bookies going into the tournament. If they lost their first two games and didn't make the semis, that would be huge. Well, the, the, that pool, because it's every other team in that pool was quite, the, the, 
nature of the two qualifiers, or the four qualifiers, the two tough ones went into the outer pool. So you're left with Namibia, Scotland, sitting in, in that pool as well, and Afghanistan, who Don't could, could, could spring a surprise. But you would think whoever wins this game is going to win the rest of their games because they've both played Pakistan, both lost to them. So whoever wins will beat Afghanistan, Namibia, and so Scotland. It's it's a semi final. So can New Zealand beat the Cup? It can. You would think India were favourite, yeah. but you would think so. You would think so, but New Zealand's that, got that, a reasonable bowling. Yeah, that, that's and they only need Williamson to be on fire. Yeah, and it, it's not beyond the realms of possibility. I mean, India would still be my favourites for the whole thing. Yeah, they'd be coming straight out of the IPL. Just don't know. And the Aussies tonight or tomorrow morning? So Stokes is back for England, you're saying earlier, Kel? No, no, that's, for no that's, that's for the Ashes. Oh, for the Ashes. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, Good to see Warner in some form, did, even though he got dropped on. Did you see that? I haven't seen Oh, fair dinkum. Yeah, we were talking about um, Hansi Konya last week <laughs> on the podcast and all. A bit of money for the T22. The. The, was um, it right that the, the umpire's finger was up and then he had to... Yeah, it yeah, yeah. The, the bowler was celebrating. And he should the Because who, who was it against? It was... Um, who were we playing? Who were we playing? Yeah, Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka, yeah, that's what's going to happen. Give me yeah. a moment there. Sorry. I was just going to let you hang for a senior moment. The poor bowler was celebrating and then just went white. Like yeah, his, yeah. his face, he couldn't believe it. But you just watch his eyes just at the last minute, he sort of looked up to celebrate instead of catching, like, you know, how you watch the ball into the clubs. He was sort of looking slightly up. And I remember that was so the wicketkeeper had Warner for 20 plus runs. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the bit, yeah, somebody did. Mind you, I, I have seen one catch worse. And that's only one catch I've ever seen dropped worse. And it was uh, a little pop up. Jozo was fielding close, maybe <laughs> two metres from the bat, and the, the guys jumped back and the balls just popped up, you know, about two metres high, and he missed it. A load of Paul Jocelyn. <laughs> yeah. But this one, the, the wicketkeeper, it didn't even hit his glove. He well, no. did it at the, hit the top of the gloves, didn't hit his hand. So, uh, Warner, if he hits in form, the Aussies are a chance, I think, to win it. I think you yeah, I think so. He's. I don't think the Aussies can win it without those, without their opening partnership. To be honest, that, that, both of them looked pretty yeah, good at times. Finch looked okay. If they hit form, they are two of the most destructive batsmen in the world. They could take a game away pretty quickly. Actually, I think the the Aussies, well, apart from India, have probably got a fair bit of improvements to left. Yeah, Warner, Warner's looking all right against the spinners. It's the quicks that are giving him a little grief. Yeah, you watch his um, feet movement. He sort of takes a step back, which I don't... I think I heard someone say that's not his normal um, batting stance. He's sort of taking a step back, which is an age thing, isn't it? Well, if, if, if you're starting to lose your height, it wouldn't help. The quicks all mm, so sort of yeah. out quicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think if those two back it off to a good start, then you've got... They've still got some explosive batsmen yeah, coming. Max, but Smith, Max, Smith's Max good at just steadying the innings mm-hmm. and getting through those middle overs. The Stoners. Stoners and Maxwell and Marsh. They've got some, they've got some yeah. firepower. Wade if they need to. But they need a good start. Yeah. 
What about their bowling? How do you think their trouble? I mean, Zamba's pulled them out a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. Hazel will look good for his first say, game. Yeah, Hazel, Cummins and Stark haven't impressed. No, yeah. Cummins is average at best. Yeah. Stark has got a couple of... You know, he got a good wicket the other day. So yeah. they're not good white ball bowlers, is that what you're saying there, Kel? Because in the test match you're ready there. No, no, when no, no I, fire, I think they are. I, I just don't think they're on fire at the yeah. moment. It's, yeah. Start looks yeah. slow, which is... Maybe he's just trying to get line length. Uh, a bit more in this game, maybe. Yeah. Well, hopefully they can knock off the bombs. There was a bit of controversy, though, wasn't there? The South African, the cock, um, wouldn't take a knee in one of the games. Yeah. In the second game. I don't know where you're going with that. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> he likes the cock. Oh, please. He does. It's a bit inappropriate. What? Anyway. He oh, wouldn't take a knee. He's a good cricketer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was this wicket-keeping joke you are going to tell us? Anyway. What is that wicket-keeping joke? Well, yeah. well, come, come on. on. Come on. Come on. Pre-recorded, you were telling us. Tell the joke. Yeah, so Quint de Kwok refused <laughs> to take a knee. Yes. So the South Africans were ordered by, if one of them was to take a knee, they all had to take the knee. No, no, it wasn't if one. They were to. Oh, they were no, they told. Know, yeah. So he um, he felt his rights were taken away and therefore chose not to. But that caused all sorts of controversy, including his um, apology, I guess. Didn't go down so well. With some yeah, I, I, um, and com- commentators in particular. I, I, I absolutely agree with what he did because they were told, before they went to the tournament, they were told they had three options. Take a knee, stand and raise your hand, or stand at attention. And they did that in the first game. Well, some the, did. Yeah, the the wicketkeeper and the quick bowler stood at attention. The cock was on his way out to open, so he, he yeah. was, wasn't part of that. So they were told that they followed those rules on the bus on the way to the game. No. They were no. issued with the the new decree from cricket South Africa. And they had no chance to have any input into it, mm. discuss their moral, you know, nothing. So I, I, I don't blame the cop for saying, no, stuff, yeah. It's funny because, look, I think you should be entitled to your own opinion. If you don't yeah. agree with it, don't stand, don't do whatever. But it's, um, yeah, it sort of really ignited a, a fierce debate in cricket circles, didn't it? Well, what, what got me going too was everyone immediately assumed the cop was racist. Yeah, just because he chose not to. Yeah, but it was mother. Yeah, he's mixed race himself. Yeah. Oh, is that right? I didn't yeah, know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And he come out and said, well, I'm not racist, so I just didn't agree with what they were. Yeah. Well, good, yeah. I've got mixed family myself, so. It's like the old story. Your mother says to you when you're young, would you, if that person tells you to jump off a bridge, would you do it? This is a prime example of the media just blowing up. Yeah. Blowing things out of proportion. No, poor blacks would have come out and, and, and say, well, they didn't want it to bloody ruin his bloody career, which it was going to. Yeah. It was going to be, you're out of the bloody T20 tournament, you'll never play IPL again. Oh, someone in bloody Big Bash might pick him up. And that, that was the talk. He was never going to play for South Africa again yeah. within three hours of that actually happening. Yeah. And that was and the media that was it with, with no, no one had spoken to the cock. And no. I, I really agree. I, I get that 
even if he agrees with um, his anti-racism, which he appears to be, having someone tell you you've got to do something or you have to be part of this movement is not how to run a movement. That's yeah, that's dictatorship. Or government. Well, <laughs> vaccination. The old nudge theory. So, Kel, Ashes is around the corner, a couple of weeks. Um, we're not sure whether they'll play in Brisbane yet, but let's assume they are. Yeah, I thought you could... So, I think uh, it'd be prudent if you would uh, run through what was likely the Ashes team for Australia, yeah, anyway. I don't think there'll be too many changes. All right. Well, who are they? Warner or... Open. Open. Um, With... If he's fit, Labuschagne, yep. Smith, yep. Fives up for debate. Who's who? Travis Head, the current. Uh, he, got, he got dropped. Matthew Wade, I think, is a current five. Wade, okay. Yeah. Um, Marsh. Sean Marsh. No. no. Mitch Marsh is still scoring runs. Mitch Marsh is a smoky. Nah, because they've already got an all rounder at six. I reckon. Mm-hmm. I reckon. Who's your rent? Sorry? Cameron Green. Green. Yeah, Green will play. Yeah. I'd, um, Is he, how's he going now? Because he had a bust, you know, really good year last year. I haven't heard much about him this year. Oh, he's... I he played many games. Yeah, he's done all right. But, yeah, hasn't played much. And mm. the tracks have been bowler-friendly, batsman-friendly. It's been hard to get rid of the gauge. Mm. Um, Green just scored some runs from Western Australia. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. So, Wayne... Is still likely to hold that spot? No, nah, I, I reckon it's it's either head or Kawaja. They're both getting runs in the shield. Okay. Is Kawaja batting for Queensland? Is he opening? No, nah, he's four. Oh, is he? Yeah, four, 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 yeah so okay. I'd, um, I'd play Kawaja. Do you want to win? Why would you leave Wade out? Just because he's. He he's isn't not good enough. No, he shouldn't keep him. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, he's pain back pain now. Yeah, he, he's had surgery. Yeah, one yeah pain will be a pain will be a, a pain in Axel's ass. Pain will be at seven. Yeah. Cullen's at eight. Yeah, Stark at nine. Smart spin line line. Yeah, line and then and, uh, Hazel. Hazelwood at eleven. Twelve. I wonder whether Stark. Play, he'll play to the field, but he'll play to the field. No, Patterson. Patterson's yeah. retired from yeah, Test Cricket. Yeah, some good bowlers around. Sean Abbott took yeah, six for the other day. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, I just wonder where the start's gone off the ball a bit. Hazelwood's yeah. good because he's consistent. Yeah, he's right in metronome. They're not going to drop him this, this series. No, they'll, they'll start like I'm saying. It's not going to last. I don't know whether he'll last the series. If he's, he doesn't bowl. I think. Yeah, they will definitely play the pit ball test. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, but it, that start day, he goes through those patches yeah, where, yeah, yeah, yeah. bit like um, another bloody good left armour a long time ago, Mitchell Johnson. Yeah. It was yeah. a bit the same. Mm. When when he was on, he was absolutely yeah. <laughs> unplayable. Yeah. yeah. And he's lucky to keep it on the pitch after yeah. that. Yeah, actually, did you see the ball <laughs> that sent um, Sri Lankan bowl? <laughs> I think it was the same over. Was it the same <laughs> over? It almost hit him on the toe, 
That reason didn't even want to tie was because of Mr. Pitch. Well, <laughs> 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 Tom got the other, right? There was three tracks across. <laughs> wow. Alright, a little bit on the... the Bed strokes in oh, yeah. for the, the ponds. That's, yeah, that's, that's right. huge. Yeah. That, that's... Next, we'll give you time to think about it. Next week, you've got to come up with the English term. I'm still waiting for it. Come on, Kel. You can't remember no, it, can you? That's, I had Panadol before I can't oh, Please. <laughs> Come on. Well, well we're going to have it before we go. So yeah, exactly. All right. Here we go. Oh, you've so, written it down. What are we on to? <laughs> uh, we'll go with the NRL then. We'll come back to that accent. <clears throat> so there's a bit of controversy. Well, not controversy in some ways. The Clive Churchill medal stuff-up. So... Nathan Cleary had it taken from him because on the back of the, the medal they had it played at, or had it engraved as the Stadium Australia game where it was actually played in Brisbane. They knew for a long time yet that was going to be played in Brisbane. Mm. So it's an oversight. When did they realise? On the night. Well, yeah. <laughs> did someone just look at it and go, oh, shit. holy shit. <laughs> so I think you mean too. I, don't, I think they want to take all of them off him after yeah. the week, the week yeah. leading right. afterwards. Panthers are not the best books, So Tyrone May is uh, fronting the Penrith board with a show clause. A show clause. Um, yeah, yeah, that's why he should be dominated. Yeah, yeah. and I, the, well, apart from his relationship with the, the Cleary Cleary's. family, there's a fair chance he might go. For some. Yeah, whether it'll be interesting to see whether Ivan can save him or not. Because one of the reasons why he was allowed to continue was his um, ability to say that he was remorseful about what took place and et cetera, et cetera, and he's going to learn from it and all that sort of stuff. And then he has come out and pretty much told everybody that he was stitched up in a short version of what he probably did say. He was lucky not to be jailed. Yeah, got yeah. yeah. So not dropping the soap in the showers. That's <laughs> What's that cricket, that cricket joke? Is he going to tell? It's coming up. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty confident it's going to come up. I thought he was coming out right. there. <coughs> yeah. So, Andrew Johns is returning to Newcastle Good. as an assistant coach. Good. That's to, right. to, to play? To play? No, they might need him at halfback, actually, because uh, he's, uh, well, the halfback for Newcastle has just gone to Calais in France. It's officially been released and allowed to sign with them. Along to Luke Brooks's. Well, that's it. Castle. Well, apparently he's he's firming for the Bulldogs, mm. but maybe that Cross, Andrew Johns signing was for that reason to get him there. Did Johns work with Tony? Roosters? No. Yeah. Don't believe so. Was he at he the Roosters? He was for a little while, but he might have been gone by then. Yeah, I don't think so. Actually, talking about toilets, and I was just looking at your Bulldogs. That reminds you of the toilet. Adam, Adam <laughs> Elliott. Dunny Bill. Where's he going? <laughs> it is a bulldog yeah, thing. You've had Dunny Bill. Dunny Bill. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Dunny Bill. And he's Adam going to the Raiders, is that right? He is. Yeah, he's firmly going to the Raiders. He'll go all right. Yeah. He's good. I he's, don't mind him. He's a bloody tough nut. Good football. Wasn't that great? He was out in the generation. That's right. Nah, that's well, yeah. he, was, he, was, he banned himself. He wasn't supposed to drink last year. So he let himself down. Um, no, we're talking about well, potential gooses here, but Nelson Asofa Solomona from Melbourne Storm won't, um, well, he's saying that he won't 
accept vaccination, so he's not willing to participate. And the issue is that no one in Victoria can play or work if they're not double vaxxed. So they may be able to play half the Swan game. Melbourne will give him two weeks. Yeah, that's still his. So it's an issue because he's meant to fund the training. Yeah. So it's going to be it's going to bring it to the head for the NRL and in particular Melbourne if that's if that rule still applies. That's interesting because is it the Victorian government not come out and said that they'll let the tennis players come in and back? No, no, totally no, opposite. Yeah, Danger Dan said what did he say? He didn't care what Scott Morrison thought about letting them in unvaccinated. <laughs> they weren't playing in Victoria. And they weren't going to apply for an exemption. Right. Because he, he knew that, like, politically, that would be suicide for him. And besides, they've had so many cases, they can't take the risk. They've had massive cases. Interesting. Yeah. I, I actually so, no, they that. won't play. Well, at this stage, once he gets vaccinated, he won't be playing at all. I can't imagine that's going to... Who cares? No, so I, I'm, I'm just saying, because I mm. thought that... That was because there are tennis players saying, Oh no, I think they should let the unvaccinated play. And John Milner's come out and said, yeah. I don't mind if the unvaccinated play on the play. Well, the risk is theirs. Yeah, no, and the rest of the population. Yeah, but potentially they can come into Sydney and play. Correct. Prior to the Australian Open. So it's a Victorian government. Can you have no, to no, quarantine no. into. Yeah, yeah, into you can't Sydney. just fly into New South Wales no, you without vaccination. Yes, but yeah. if you're not, then you have to quarantine. Yeah. So it's just not a... Which is what it. Morrison said. He said, they can come. They've just got to quarantine. quarantine. Yeah, yeah. Which he's not willing to do. Andrew said, yeah, well, that's fine, but they can't work. Yeah. Mm. Oh, right, yeah. There you go. So, so sorry, just back to the Storm player. Mm-hmm. If he played for another, let's say he played in Sydney... He'd just have to miss... Melbourne would be a problem? Yeah, particularly... If One game year. If you didn't have... Well, you're not necessarily. Some yeah, don't always play that way. Yeah, yeah, right. So you, you could absolutely get away with it. And wow. won't they be lining up? <laughs> They'll be lining wow. up, don't you worry. Depends yeah. what um, Anastasia does. Yeah, well, that could have an impact. Yeah. Because mm. if Queensland's in the same boat, you're yeah. in trouble. You wonder how long that's actually going to be in for, that rule. The double jab. No, well, the unvaxxed no play. Yeah, that's it. Is that sorry, forever? Or is that for, yeah, it's, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. It, it'll be temporary. Well, know. they have felt mandated for all their teams. They have. Yeah. Any anti-vaxxers? There was... Um, There's only the Melbourne guy that yeah, came out. Tom McDonald came out and said... That he wasn't. He was vaccinated, though, wasn't he? I think he was. Yeah. But yeah. 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 Moral. Talking about coming out, what's that joke again, Kelly? What joke? Yeah. So what other news? The Roosters are playing um, fools again. Teddy got himself into trouble during the week. Mm, that'll be interesting because they've, they've come, well supposedly shouted squid games at a Vietnamese twenty-year-old girl, and then a, a group of them intimidated her as she was leaving. Oh, squid games. Yeah. It's a Netflix series. Yeah. Oh, I haven't actually watched it, but no, interestingly enough, it's, it's Korean. Yeah, I haven't watched it, but the, the women in the house watch it. Um, it's Korean, not Vietnamese. So. Mm. But what is it about? What's the general thing? It's about people who owe big debts. Okay. And they'll that. participate in a game, as business as I understand it, a game 
where it's like hungry some, games or yeah, something. Some people will die, but if you win, you get free. Yeah, okay. So that's a concept of the TV show, but more the fact that it's Korean. I think Why? there's a race, racism. Oh, I just supposedly this girl though, she didn't make a complaint herself. Her sister posted a complaint on Instagram. So whether this girl's cold pork pies and her sisters run with her, but there is a fair bit of mail about <coughs> the sister's brother, the the sorry, the, the girl's brother is a South sponsor, which would tie into when Billy Smith, um, what the he showed the photo of Sam Burgess smoking. Against James Tedesco. Yes. I just, I cannot believe... When did this happen? At a restaurant or something? At a pub in the eastern suburbs. The Roosters have investigated... He's intoxicated. No. No. But I haven't read anywhere where it says that. Yeah, I did. The Roosters have investigated... He's a rooster, right? He wouldn't drink. No. What do you care? No. (laughs) Teetotal. The Roosters have investigated... Of course. And said, you're in the clear handed it to the NRL and said, go go for your life. If it's a pub in the eastern suburbs and ten blokes have intimidated this girl by approaching her and shouting at her, there'll be CCTV footage hmm. outside the pub. But it won't have a voice, though. What's that? It won't have... No, but you'll be able to see. They're, the roosters are saying, didn't happen. We did not interact or talk to her at all. We were talking about the squid games. I thought you were going to say well, it would have been a pub in eastern suburbs. It's likely one of the Roosters players own it because or that will need or Uncle Nick well, no, one of the players. It'll be part of the salary cap arrangement they have. That's not CCT in the salary cap. Footage has gone missing. Yeah, it's one of the signing <laughs> arrangements for Cooper Cronk or Higgins. whoever oh, Angus Crichton if he's signing allegedly. <laughs> Uh, one of those guys that own Jeez. that pub. <laughs> I don't know why I waste my time. I don't know why either. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. Interesting. If, if it is proven, it's a big, big thing. You've got the current captain of the year, New South Wales captain, probably Australian captain. More than likely right now. Um, yeah. yeah. So be... I just, just know Tedesco. He, he's never been in strife, present himself well, I'd, I'd be amazed. <laughs> Even when he was a witness. Move on. This is not a story. <laughs> it's a rewind, isn't it? Have we got tissues in here? It's constant rewind. Seriously, it's the same story. <laughs> Any time the roots has come up, oh, no, Teddy no, no. wouldn't do that. <laughs> Mate, he could walk around with a white shirt. He'd never get it dirty, I swear. Oh, uh, <laughs> Well, you know how they're talking about... ordering squid for dinner. <laughs> oh, please. Oh, jeez. So recently we had an Australian player, James McManus, um, get bounced in terms of at court about um, taking on the NRL over a concussion that he incurred while playing the NRL. But now over in, in England, um, ex-players, including Bobby Goulding and a number of others, it's uh, just launched a class action chasing similar um, reaping, I guess, funding, I guess, to cover their loss of mentality and ability to work and function, I guess, and the impact it might have on their children is what they're saying. But 
I'm not sure about exactly what their capacity is or, or is, how it's diminished. But yeah, it's interesting these are starting to pop up now. Do you reckon they should be able to? No. We've, talk, we've debated yeah. this before. Sign a waiver. Yeah. No, probably not. Before you start, that's you your risk. going to sue your parents for letting you play at eight years old. You could do that. It's interesting. Who, when, when did the compassion start? Yeah, well, that's a good question. Who, uh, who's ever been assessed, you know, in any sport? They've probably played other sports. How is it the club's fault? You don't have to play each week. Do they sue the club? Do they sue the doctor? Do they sue the NRL? The governing bottle, because they probably have the rules. Whoever's got the most money, who they sue. (laughs) That's right, exactly. Uh, So so watch that space. But I think there'll be a couple of losses in terms of um, potential class actions, and they'll eventually just try to build a bigger, stronger case. Watch that space. Happened in the NFL. Destroy the game. It would if it happened, yeah. I was watching, was it? Shows on ABC and they had Ray Cross. They were talking about concussions at Ray Cross, and then they showed some footage of him nearly getting his head knocked off his shoulders and dazed and whatnot. And trainers come out and help him. Within a couple of minutes, he's back in there with his oh, head. Oh, he was the tourist. Oh, the, the 86 grand final last night. Huh? The 86 grand final last night was on, on TV, flicking through. The dogs and um, Parramatta. And I reckon it was Mick Delroy, the winner, was laid out. He was out cold for two minutes, I reckon. Sniffing salts, trying to drag him up by the back of the shirt. On you go. Be right. <laughs> I forgot to mention two things over uh, in the cricket world that happened overnight in the last day or so. Aussie great Alan Davidson, age 92, passed away. He was, well, he did do the normal program of cricket in terms of for his sportsmanship and yeah. integrity. and He was both a batsman and a bowler, I think he was. Yeah. And then uh, the other spinner, Ashley Mallet, passed away. I think he was age 76. Rowdy. Yeah. So a couple of big names. Rowdy, yeah. <laughs> the, um, there's a story about him. Just batting, cramping up. Because he, he was the second most successful Australian off-spinner. But uh, yeah, he was batting and cramping up. So they sent him some salt tablets. So someone had gone to his kit and grabbed the, the salt tablets and the 12 millions run them out. And I know a lady who's barely keeping his eyes open, they'd given him sleeping pills. <laughs> <laughs> they were also you in the bag. Imagine facing Michael Holding and um, Eddie Sullivan, who was, well, he's been a number of clubs, but he's at Warriors currently. He's been at Penrith before, Canberra. Was he at Penrith? He was at Melbourne. They'd come to the Roosters, yeah. um, then went to the Warriors. I think he might have started at Penrith, I'm pretty sure, but maybe not. Um, yeah, so he's a very high-prized recruiter. The Dolphins have signed him. They, the Dolphins the father was, of Sean, who was playing yeah. the Broncos last year, I think. Yeah, so he's not a, a superstar, but yeah, he is. Um, $5 million jumper signature with Adventure Kings. So they're an outdoor accessories company. Uh, they also do um, 
and four drive super centres all around the country. So they've put five million over four years, which is a pretty good launch for a club that was already flush with funds, apparently. Mm-hmm. So you'd expect that for a new team, though. Yeah, I was going to say, you get good exposure the first few years, you reckon? Yeah. Every so, Friday night, man. So November 1 is when teams can start buying players. I've rattled off, I think, the top 16 players are listening to these names. For 2023, it'll be. Yeah. So, Cody Walker, he'll be 33, though, in 2023. But potentially. More than likely. Brandon Smith. Here we go. Manu, Joseph Manu, Warriors. Yeah, they're talking 1.1 for him. The rest of you can't match that. No. Reed Marnie. Anyone should go after him. Yeah, the Dolphins. Maybe the Bulldogs. How much money have the Bulldogs got? We've got Gus now. We don't have a money problem. Yeah. He learned from the Roosters when he was there. Christian Welch. Yeah. Front row from Melbourne. so. Papa Leahy. Parramatta. Go on the West. He right. might even go sooner. They're saying yeah, he's, he's something like 140,000. Later on. Have trouble hmm. with the Later on. You'd let him go, wouldn't you? Yeah. Wouldn't be Luciano. It's just, uh, just under that, yeah. 140. Yeah. yeah. So he's only on about 140. Apparently he got topped up to about 200, but he was originally... Bad, bad yeah, yeah. Well they, they've offered him, they topped him up to 200, they've offered to pay him 275 for next year. Oh, okay. And then... Maybe that's what they're looking for. 400 after that. Yeah. Once yeah. West stop, six, six. apparently. Yeah, so it's a big jump. Yeah. And um, Nicoro, also from Paramount, is the second row. I, I rate this guy. I think he'd be a good player and a good team. Um... Well, DCE, I just mentioned, he, he's um, already talked about going to the Dolphins as their inaugural captain. So he's got a contract in his favour for the last two years, and he's exploring that option. He's a Queenslander originally. So watch that space. But now Manly have countered that with a two-year offer because they think he wants to be a, well, he wants to be a coach, so that might be part of the deal. And back, to, back in the deal again, what do you reckon? Um, Gutherson? Gutherson. Paramedic, Gutherson. Oh, that's right. He's got up. Gillard has talked about going up to the Dolphins. Coruscant from Penrith. Everyone's talking about going to the Dolphins. Of course they are. Money. Kick yeah, out. I mean, what, what do you think? So many of these guys mm-hmm. are coming off now. Yep. Kick out. He's still up for grabs. Cowboys apparently in the hunt for him. He originally started. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. There's one that I, I, I really rate. It's Luke Garner from West Tigers. It's a second row. I really think that he'd be a good, cheaper buy. Mitch Kenny from Penrith and Brandon Nicora from Penella. Yeah, I mean he's good, but he's also injury prone. He's pretty good second last game of the year. Yeah, Munster in there. He's pretty good in the last game. Did you say Munster? I didn't say Munster because I'm pretty convinced he's already going to. Um, And Harris Tavita is the other one from New Zealand Warriors. He's a half five eight. That's my Warriors player. Who was the last successful signing from the Warriors? For another for another club here in Australia. Yeah, I have to think about that. From the Warriors. Yeah. Okay. I know one. Takiyaho. I didn't even know he played for them. He did. played one game, so that's why it was okay. He wasn't doing that. you go the other way. Oh, lots. Yeah. 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 Phil Blake, Brandy Alexander back in the day. And but they all stand out there because the rest are not Price so good. Over there. Yeah, he was good there, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Phil Bart's a check. Yeah. Yeah. Roger. Yeah. 
So Manu will be the next one. Um, AFL, Shane Mumford retired finally, or again. Yeah, for how long? There's a couple of um, father's sons who appear in the, the league. We've talked about Dacos previously. But now Jace Burgoyne took Port Adelaide. Peter's son. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and Jackson Archer. Did Peter captain Port? No, I don't believe so. I don't think captain. Oh, I might be wrong with that. They're not captain, vice captain. Before he went to Hawthorne. Yeah, and they basically flipped him for the captaincy gave it to someone else. Well, well Treadgrave was captain there for a long time. Yeah, and then they had Matty Primus before him, I think. Yeah. Um, might so, have been there went for. Yeah. But uh, Archer's young guy is an interesting one. Um, he's a bit heavy to him, is he? Yeah. Both yeah. only 18, those guys I just mentioned. So they've brought him in and put Jared Pollock, who they paid the big yeah. money for. Backstep, have they? Dropped yeah, him and they've yeah, they're listed as mm. another one of the leaders. So. Yeah, right. Anyway, but they must be a good footballer. They wouldn't, they wouldn't do that if uh, young Archer wasn't any good. So Yeah, well, they're probably glad he's not too good because they may well have lost their first pick as a result. Why is that? Well, no, sorry, they've got first pick, so we've got first pick, so it actually wasn't a well for them. Yeah, if he's half as hard as his old man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's so scared. He's old man, he'll be good at the end of the Go hard or go hard. Yeah. So, yeah, the draft. The, the AFL draft's just around the corner, 24th of November, you just mentioned it, Kel. So, it's a, I was going to ask the question how much does draft, you know, drafting a young player cost? I, I had a little bit of a look on the net as you do. I mean, you know, pick 1 to 20, uh, they're on a base salary of roughly 100. Five thousand, mm-hmm. twenty-one to forty on ninety-five, and forty-one and up ninety thousand a year. And rookies are around eighty-five, so that's the starting point. Yeah, they get a bonus on top of all that in terms of four grand per game bonus. Wow! So if they play oh. ten games. That's forty k. So you're you're a good draft pick in a bottom side. You should go straight in. Yeah. Right. If he keeps himself fit and he plays, what, 15 odd games, there's 90 grand. On average, they've been playing 10, so just give you an idea, the top 20. So he should earn a couple hundred grand in the first year as an 18 year old. What do you think about the guy who went to um, Gold Coast? He was tracking for the brand that medal in first year. Yeah, yep, yep, I know you mean. Still dominating now, isn't it? Yeah, so he earned a couple hundred grand his first year. Yeah, yeah. And but not a fringe player. He was, yeah, he was their player. But they, um, they get upgraded. The good, the good guys get yeah, upgraded quickly. pretty quick. Yeah, yeah they get extended. So they're not, not only all those things, but they're also looked after in other ways. So they don't pay any board or rent. Mm-hmm. They, um, they're not paying add-on fees or any of that sort of money. It's going straight into their pockets. They don't. They even get fed. They get fed at the club. All the meals are provided for the players. Generally, yeah, they don't have club. Well, the team meals. Sounds like sign up with the Bulldogs. To me. <laughs> so you can't talk. Um, it's roughly two hundred thousand dollars investment in each draft. Oh, if you're already good, you look at someone like a Sam Walsh. Yeah. He did go pick one. 
TCU now is on the strain. TCU potentially, if his contract comes up in the next year, he will be the highest paid player, or should be the highest paid player in the club. Um, you've gone from base salary of 100 to potentially a million. An over, over a million yeah. in three years as a 22-year-old. So you can see why they'd struggle to stay on the straight and narrow. You know, you get all that oh. money so quick. Yeah. You know, it'd be pretty tough for a young girl. Or yeah, girl. It's pretty tough. tough. Oh, it's, <laughs> oh, it's, it's a I good tough. Don't worry, it's a good tough. Quite a few on Sam Kamehameha too, though. Chris yeah. Judd played in the same team as um, Ben Cousins. Yeah, Ben Cousins. How'd he go? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's, 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 it can be... And it can be a choice. Kerr was in the same side as well. He didn't yeah. go very well either, so... Mm. Yeah, it just, it just depends well on the other reasons that Judd was keen to get out of the West Coast. Well, yes, because Beck was from Melbourne. Was she from Melbourne? No, she was originally over there, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. she moved back there. She was a model, I think, wasn't she? She was. So, top Aussie sports, that made me think, who are the top Aussie sports persons right now? So, who do you think is the top, well, it's not the top, Right now, it's who we've earned the most amount of money as a sportsman in the last, say, 10 years. Australian? Last 10 years, this is a bit like... Male or female? Yeah, a bit like... Last 10 years? Yeah. Andrew Bogan. Correct. He's number one. Wow. $116 million. Yeah. $116 he got. Well done. Jason Day? He's number four. He's 88. Yeah. Dan Ritz, 110 minutes, number two. Yeah. Um, Simmons. Simmons. Oh, Simmons. Do we have to recognise him as Australian? <laughs> 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 he's not really showing it. 105, he's on to his third. Has he ever played for Australia? Uh, he trained with them. Yeah. He never ever played. And apparently, and then wouldn't do what the and he wouldn't turn up. No, exactly yeah. what he's doing now. Um, what about a cricketer? Steve Smith. Yeah, 53. Joe Ingalls, Paddy Mills, Matt Zelovadova, which is, of all the players, I wouldn't have thought he would be up there, but he played in the Cavs championship winning team, and I think he got a big pay payback the yeah, year yeah, after. Yeah, you'd have Ash Barty in there. She's number nine, so there you go. That's our top nine. Number yeah. ten. Number yeah, that's the top ten, yeah. <laughs> 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 so Steve Smith, it's interesting he's up there. Is he a hell of a higher than the others? If I look at, say, someone like a Pat Cummins in the IPL, he's probably the highest in the IPL at the moment, I would have said. But probably, you're talking over a 10-year period, yeah. that one. Yeah. 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 He would have earned a lot more when he was, you know, the prime before he... When he was captain. Before he and Warner before did what they did. Yeah. yeah. And, and, yeah. Well, well, I see him, but he just won't get on board for yeah. some reason. Yeah. But Steve Smith was the best player in the game at that stage. Oh, he was. Yeah. Without a shadow. So yeah. he would be endorsed. Well. But yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. He's sitting at five or whatever it is, and there's not another cricketer near him. Yeah, Australia. Yeah. And Barty will, Barty would have been only in the last couple of years of that. So you would expect that she may rise up the rankings if yeah. she continues yeah. to stay at yeah. four one. Football news: Liverpool smash Man U five 0 West Ham defeated Man City. It's just like on oh, penalties in the Carabao Cup. Mikel so, hasn't seen it, so he's got to hit the record button, which he has. So, yeah, City were going for five in a row in Carabao Cups, but not 
Cockabrew. And Andrew. Foster Cockabrew is on the uh, TV at the moment. They've uh, bounced back. Yeah, man. Two points off the lead. They can go top with a fifth straight win. He's going to get the Sharks about a month. It just does my head in Fickle. Like we were talking about, yeah, at the start of the year, everyone said, oh, the team shit, um, they've given it up, and they take off, and he would have been better off losing, and <laughs> they would never have thought he could do anything. Yeah. yeah. So, while we're in Europe, uh, Beach Handball is a bit of a, well, it's a similar route to one that we've spoken about before about beach volleyball, and the women um, forced to wear bikinis for their outfits on the beach instead of long pants or short pants, tight pants. So there was a there was an article, and I want to read this too, because I thought it was a bit interesting, the way it was worded. Will bikini bottoms to tight pants satisfy critics? It was a bit sloppy. Well, well, sloppy. Sloppy journalism. Dribbling before yeah. Sloppy yeah. journalism, wasn't it? Why is that paper wet over there? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what, what do you think, Cotto? Do you watch 8 hours of the week? <laughs> Subscribe to Norwegian TV <laughs> just for the beach handball. He's been staring at the Fox Sports News presenter. Dribbling. So in golf news, just moving right along, um, Greg Norman's partnered up with uh, a Saudi Arabian consortium. Guess which one? The one that just recently purchased uh, the Newcastle United soccer team or football team. You reckon these guys could maybe save a few starving people in Africa before. Well, this has been a lot of criticism about the sport in general. Yeah. Wasted money. So, um, $200 million they're going to invest in 10 Asian tour events over the next four years. And uh, um, Norman's saying this is just the beginning. So, he's going to, he's planning on focusing on doing more for the sport that has not been done. So, making it unique in some way. Well, where's Norman's payback? Because he, he's not doing it. He's the front. He's a businessman. So CEO. He's the CEO of that company. So he's getting paid squillions. Yeah, he probably. He also designing golf he, courses. He designs courses well. now yeah. as well. So he probably wanted to get in the Asian market. He needed a backup financial investor. Hello, <laughs> Saudi Arabia. What is their What's their game though? I guess they've got a big name. They must make money out of something. Them. Mm. Well, presumably they end up owning a whole heap of golf courses. Build hotels or something, yeah, maybe. $10,000 a round for them. Yeah, because otherwise, I'm, 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 even in Newcastle United, how would they make money out of that? It's just an asset, I guess. Yeah, you sell it, you make money on the way through. Yeah. Um, actually, you want to talk about a soccer player, Josh Cavallaro. He's come out gay. And Kel's got some statistics on the percentage of... Uh, Homosexuals in the world was it ten percent? No, well, it's interesting. That, that, that's where did you get that number from? That's what I want. That's what they talk about. There's, Who does? That, well, just a bit of research before, but there's three point two percent of American males identify as LGBTQ plus. Or whatever it is. I mean, no offence to anyone who's listening, but um, <laughs> you've just offended them all. But anyway. <laughs> Q, 
this one yeah, either. Yeah, I don't know who was it. I don't know. Could be. But yeah, it's interesting. Like to come here, homosexuality is pretty well accepted in female sport. Like you've got um, Moana, the Collingwood footballer, having a baby with a wife, a second baby. Um, Aaron Phillips. You've got Michelle Timms. We're talking about the other week. Um, oh, Sam, Penny, Penny Sam Taylor. Kerr, Penny you know, Taylor. Like, Sam yeah. Per. Sam Kerr. Yeah. Yeah. So everywhere. But for this guy to come out is huge. Like he's getting support from everywhere, and people are saying, "Well, it, it should just get." How do you get to a point where it's yeah, here so what? But there's been men in the past. Yeah, wait, well. but that's all I was gonna say. Name me five male Australians or just males in general. Male, just male homosexuals. Well, there's sports. one. Ian Thorpe. Got forty go, Axel. Ian Roberts. Ian Roberts. Ian Roberts. It's got to be an AFL one at some stage. The diver, Mark, um, uh, such a Michael Mitchum. Mitchum, yeah. Um, well, there's another diver, yeah. The, the US one, yeah, that wanked his head on the board, yeah. The original one, uh, yeah. Laganas, yeah, Greg Laganas. You got four, yeah. Cotton. I'll follow my daddy man, don't you worry. And I've got one more to go, uh, Graham Cotton, he's not on the list, he's four. Steve Davies, who was an English wicketkeeper. Dan Palmer was a Wallabies prop. Played one game for the Wallabies, but um, uh, played for Waratahs and Brumbies. Mm-hmm. Um, at the moment, you've got Carl Massey, who's playing NFL for the Las Vegas Raiders. Colin Martin, who plays Major League Soccer for Minnesota. Um, Luke Prop of NHL for the Predators, so it's starting to happen. Um, John, Justin Fashion played soccer in England. Mm. Mm. I don't remember that. Wasn't there a big, big one in the the Blackhawks just recently? There was, no, that was that was well, a sexual assault mm. by one of the coaches on one of the players. He's come out this week. Cole Beach has come out and revealed himself. It happened in two thousand ten. He made the complaint back then, and he's come. He'd only been known as John Doe in all the subsequent, because they didn't want to give away. Yes, yeah, yeah. And it was interesting because it made me think. Given that so few, if if you've got even five percent of the population homosexual, which I think is probably the case, then that that says that there's. At least 24 NRL players and probably something more like 40 AFL players who are homosexual. Male players. Yeah, yeah, sorry, mate. Um, but they're not, so they're not coming in. So if you're assaulted in a homosexual assault, how much harder is that? Because you've got to hide that. You're mm-hmm. feeling the shame that these people, are, not rightly, they shouldn't. But a feeling. So, yeah, Beach came out um, and identified himself. He's suing Minnesota, the Blackhawks for failing to, to handle his complaint because the coach was allowed to hang around. It happened just before the 
set the cup finals. The coach was allowed to hang around three weeks afterwards, celebrate with the team. But it wasn't the main coach, it was the video coach. Yeah. But yeah, he said he buried his secret for 11 years and it played wow. a part. So. Could it be, and I'm just being devil's advocate, that there's a higher percentage of homosexual women that play sport than there is homosexual men? Why would that be? There's a high percentage of women, homosexual women, that play uh, contact sport, ball sports. Is that their men? High testosterone levels? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. That is that what you're referring to? No, no, no. It's, it's, a, it's, Possibility. A, it's a good question. And do, because the women's sport side of things is much more open and accepting of it, does that allow any homosexual women to continue through, whereas where the men's side of it is suppressing it, which actually leads to homosexuals, males, dropping out of sport, so therefore 30, not continuing? 30 years ago, women didn't play rugby league, AFL, soccer, which were traditionally... Male sports. Certainly not yeah. professionally, anyway. But but it's not just the contact. If you think back then you had Billy Jean King, mm-hmm. Martina Navratilova, um, in in the tennis world. Yeah, to name um, a few. Yeah, yeah. It was and it was pretty common when we know that they were. Here's a question back then. for you. Yeah. Well, they were. They weren't that far from. Was that what? in there? Oh, women in general or, or gay women? Yeah. No, women in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't allowed to walk in the pubs as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon we should say. go back there. I'm They're not allowed to But, <laughs> hey, not that long ago, and I mean more recent times, you weren't allowed to go to Augusta, Georgia if you're female. Yeah, you know what gold stands for. It's <laughs> Gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. Yeah. And some do good to stuff that up for us too. <laughs> and someone would say you're just a flog. <laughs> the other way. Yes. Here's one for you though. We want, well, I don't know, you guys, but um, you you want more inclusion, more accepting of, you know, forget people's sexuality. They should just be accepted for who they are. Should we have quotas Ooh. in footy teams? As in how many males and females? No, no, how no. many you homosexuals? Need, you, need to have, you need to have two gay people. One of the most how do you play, know? Play all together. How do you know? How do you know? How do you know? That they're gay? The women and the blacks. Yeah, what a sign on them all. What do you do? It's a job for you, Connor. You can <laughs> test it. <laughs> Seriously. And what are we testing no, for? No, no, but well, you've got to identify as gay because that's all you need to do for it to help support them, mm. which is what South Africa did with cricket. Yeah. Um, yeah which I, I disagree with. Uh, well, it's just racism. Racism, sexism. I think we're pretty accepting of it, really, in today's society. I would so say. why aren't more males? I mean, do, do you think there are males playing sport at the highest level mm-hmm. who are hiding their sexuality? No, I'm sure there is. No, I don't know whether no. it's the percentage you're talking about, though. As in, 
ten percent. No, no, no. Well, the the research even is five, five, three, but at five, there's twenty four NRL players. I think most people are very like this guy in, in football's come out. I think everyone's very accepting of it. I believe. Yeah, but it's still obviously hard for people because they're not coming out. So yeah. I mean, it'd be great if this in ten years' time, this is just not even a discussion. Like. But it's how do we get to that point where we're not? You can understand why it is hard in a male environment where they're showering together and, you know, you can well, have young men. That's probably changed. Well, see, no, interesting. To some that, no, that's, but it, it's, it's having the, you know, to be able to come in, I think that's where it's hard. Because, mm. because they may be not frowned upon, but, you know, there's some immature young men out there. There's no two ways well, about it. That's in, the problem. Interesting, the shower, because the, the locker room is the one that you think about straight away in the showers, and people go, oh, dude, is he looking at me? Is he a bit keen on me? Which is crazy, um, yeah, crazy thoughts. But interesting, Lisa Devanna has just come out and said exact opposite thing happened to her in the female dressing rooms for the Matildas where she was straight mm. but was being groomed the yep. other way. Yep. So mm-hmm. because it's it, it's there's potentially more homosexual yeah. women playing both so, so you, you've got the opposite league happening. or union or soccer or whatever it is. Is it a case that you know, in what what or oh, growing up anyway, if you were um, thinking of anybody that may, a male that you thought might be gay, you'd think that they're more feminine than masculine. Generally, growing up, that's what we would have thought. So, in a, a male-dominated, testosterone-driven sport, i.e. AFL, rugby league, to name a few, it, it would be very difficult to come out and say you're less masculine than the next bloke. I would have thought the masculinity side of it was put to bed by Ed Roberts. Yeah, well, it, to be yeah. honest, a lot of the, the well, do you think men, so? Yeah. they actually look after themselves when they're in the gym. No, well, yeah. we know that now, but yeah. back then you wouldn't have thought that. No, no, that, but yeah, I agree, back then. But now, people are, as you say, much more understanding. And it's really good that um, this Josh Cavallo, the support he's got, is fantastic. Um, To wrap it up, like, I yeah. just hope that it's, it opens it up and allows others to do the same. If they yeah. feel like that they yeah. want to, then they can. If they don't want to, they don't have to. Yeah. yeah. Formula One. We'll move on a little bit. Formula One. Verstappen um, was victorious in Texas. He beat Hamilton. Leads now by eight points with five races to go. He's looking good. Max. Yeah, he's yeah, looking it's good. quick too. Dan Rick finished fifth. Had a good race as well. Yep. Uh, he's eight overall, and he's just uh, seventeen points behind for uh, both Ferrari drivers. So he's catching them after a bit of a slow start. He just wants to beat Norris. Yeah, I was going to say. He won't, he he won't catch him. He's beaten him in races, but he won't beat him overall. Well, he didn't start. He's only just started to. Yeah, to match him now. Roll into it now. Yeah, he's not that. He's not qualifying very well, but he races very well at the moment. So. Is is that been him getting used to the car? Takes a long time. The, the thing is, they're not allowed to like in the off season just yes. jump the car and say, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a hundred laps, I think. Even with V eight, so I was listening to these guys. Um, one of the guys that they interviewed today on Triple M, 
They've been off for three months. That doesn't mean they're allowed to jump in the bloody V8 car and just do laps. And yeah, it's restricted. Yeah. yeah, because they are restricted on how long they can spend behind the wheel outside of the racetrack. That's it's to say, really. it's to stop the better teams getting a competitive advantage. When you want more money, you want to get better in the car. Oh, you know, I'm going to yeah, spare yeah, a week here. Yeah. I'm going to bloody spend every minute I can behind the wheel. I'm not I allowed to. I struggle with Monza. I'm, I'm going to head over to Monza. And yeah, no, not allowed to. And the richer yeah. clubs could do it. The richer cars and whatever could do it easier than some of the lower ones. So they just don't do it. That's why. But um, Mercedes uh, in the, the team's championships are 23 points out of um, Red Bull still, which is yeah. interesting, even though... Um, Hamilton's behind and Max yeah. is in front. So, yeah. well, that's has pretty much been up two, second or third most races, hasn't it? And who's third? Are you, I'm assuming it's Ferrari. No, 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 no. They're they're um, no, sixth and seventh. McLaren's ahead of that, so they're yeah, fifth. Yeah. And you've got Red Bull and Mercedes, top four. Yeah. Well, I'd say you you were talking constructors, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, um, sorry. No, yeah. McLaren are third. McLaren are third. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. Just. Um, next race is in Mexico next week. Supercars start night, uh, race nights, uh, racing tonight. Well, they're on today, yeah. yeah. They're, they're England. So they've got the qualifiers at 4.40 today, I think, and the, the shootout for for grid positions. Yeah, it's in Sydney, right? which is yeah. good. Yeah. The street circuit. Mm-hmm. So horse uh, swimming, Kyle Chalmers, beat a 10-year-old 100-metre freestyle record overnight. Uh, he beat... Uh, a Frenchman who did uh, said it ten years ago, uh, wearing what's now an illegal body suit. Yeah, so. the old skin suits. Yeah. yeah, so it's interesting. Um, horse racing, Melbourne Cup this week, Tuesday. 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 First Tuesday. Who's your tips? Well, I haven't seen a field, but well, uh, the field won the Caulfield Cup. Yeah, incentivised. Incentivised. It has to be. Yeah, it was there. pretty impressive, brother. There's a few horses that have done the double, and it's probably. So if you're listening out there, bet somewhere else. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, seven horses since 2013 have been euthanized after the Melbourne Cup or during the Melbourne Cup. Mm, not good. Probably yeah. a few of recent times too, isn't mm. it? Yeah. Red was on Yeah. Yeah, that always gets the um, the animal lovers going, doesn't yeah, it? it? Straight does. after, my word, it does. All right. So we'll report back on how the Melbourne Cup went next week. Mm. That's it. What about Kelly Joe? Oh, yeah. Come on, Kelly. Oh, no, no, Get it out. Go on, tell it. I'm going to say something about Kelly Joe. What? Yeah. No, no, no. Just tell it. I'll cut it out. Just tell it. Come on. All right. I'll see you guys next week. I've got to go to the shopping. See you guys. Thanks for listening to Three Grams in a Mic podcast. Don't forget to connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.